0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord be with you. you A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Lord. Philip found Nathanael and told him, "We have found the one about whom Moses wrote in the law and also the prophets, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth." But Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come from Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Here is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. And he said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you. You will see the heavens opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. There is a growing fascination today with discovering our ancient ancestors. Recently, my brother has put together a family tree of the Antony family that stretches its roots deep into the Indian soil. But the farther back we go in time, as we try to learn about our ancestors, facts become fused with fiction. That is, instead of birth certificates and marriage license that give us the cold hard facts, we have to decipher details from stories and legends which are often embellished or exaggerated. By the way, one of the most popular websites to conduct an ancestry search is called Ancestry.com. Have you ever used it for your own family? It is based out of Utah, which has a very strong Mormon presence. One of the tenets of Mormonism is the baptizing of people who have passed away many, many years ago. They believe it is not too late to be baptized, even after you have died, even hundreds of years after you have died. Based on that belief, they have done some of the most extensive research available on tracing your ancestry. They work hard to sort the fact from the fiction in the fog of history so they can baptize people. Today is the feast of Saint Bartholomew, and we want to sift some fact from fiction about one of the 12 apostles. We are not going to use Ancestry.com, but rather scripture and tradition, which I believe believe is even more reliable to reach reality. Let's do a little ancestor research on our ancient forefather in faith, named Saint Bartholomew. First, we learn from the Bible that he had two names Bartholomew, and Nathanael. One name is in Latin, Bartholomeus, and the other name is in Hebrew, Nathaniel. Can you think of any other apostles who also had two names? The chief of the apostles had a Hebrew name, Simon, but also a Latin name, Petrus, Peter. Another apostle who wrote one of the Gospels had a Hebrew name, Levi, as well as a Latin name, Matthäus, Matthew. In other words, having two names was not uncommon in the first century, where people spoke multiple languages. In fact, even here at IC, I have two names in two languages, in Spanish. People call me Padre Juan. And in English, they call me the greatest priest on earth. (laughs) See how easy it is to sort the fact from the fiction when it comes to people's names? The second thing we learn about St. Bartholomew comes from today's gospel, from John chapter 1. There we see Bartholomew referred to as Nathaniel, and discover how brutally honest he could be. When Philip tells Nathanael that they had found the Messiah from Nazareth, Nathanael scoffs, saying, can anything good come from Nazareth? In other words, Nazareth was a small, insignificant, backwater town in Palestine, and a very unlikely hometown for the savior of the world. But Bartholomew's brutal honesty would serve him well. A few moments later, when he met the Messiah face to face, Bartholomew would blurt out, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. What an astonishing act of faith. By the way, I have a good friend who has a propensity for being brutally honest. And I gave them the nickname of Nate. (laughs) for Nathaniel, So the Scriptures help us to sort the fact from the fiction regarding St. Bartholomew's petulant personality. The third thing we discover about St. Bartholomew comes from sacred tradition and not from sacred Scripture. According to tradition, St. Bartholomew was martyred. He was murdered by being skinned alive. If you ever visit me in my office here in the church, I will show you a painting of the Last Judgment by Michelangelo. Very close to Jesus, in the center, is Saint Bartholomew, holding two things in his hands. In one hand, he holds a knife, and in the other hand, his sagging skin. In fact, if you look closely and examine all the saints in heaven in Michelangelo's fresco, they are all holding the instruments of their torture and death. Why? Well, because that is how they died, were martyred, and gave glory to God. In other words, our cross on earth will turn out to be our crown in heaven. What looks like failure and foolishness on earth will be our claim to fame and fortune in heaven. Remember that when you are carrying your cross. So too at St. Bartholomew, or Nate. Incidentally, I am intensely interested in St. Bartholomew because according to another tradition, he came to India and spread the gospel in my home country. So we Indians can boast of two apostles who brought Christianity to India, St. Bartholomew, and St. Thomas. They are our forefathers in the faith, and that is the best kind of ancestry research. Praised be, Jesus Christ.